season two of Herding Prattle. The podcast where each week we prattle on about whatever the hell we want to. And try and herd it into one specific topic. So come along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Matt. <laughs> are you? <laughs> we sound like we hate each other. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. good. How, are you? How are you? That's what I'd like to know. I'm good. I'm good. I've actually been sleeping really well at night, actually. <laughs> have you? Uh, have I you? have. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. All right. No, you're, you're, you're... You can do that. If yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sleep well. I sleep well. Um, your boyfriend's really good at spooning and that helps a lot. <laughs> really, really sends me off like a baby. Uh, <laughs> that is not what we're going to talk about this week. Unfortunately not. No. Um, but no, Sarah, how are you? How, how are you feeling? How's your week been? What's your mental yeah, state? Okay. The level of despair between one and a hundred. Where are you today? <laughs> I am like, uh, 45 which is not bad okay okay we've definitely we've definitely been worse yeah um i am at a good a good solid uh probably around the same you know less than 50 percent today been a positive yeah Yeah. not (laughs) bad at all which is great considering yes it's um you know (laughs) it's a good it's a good it's a good place to be mentally yeah. Not physically. The world, the world right now is a terrible place to be. But mentally, <laughs> okay. mentally, we're doing fine at the moment. Um, so, what are we talking about this week? What are we chatting about? This week, we are talking about food. Food. And food. Everyone eats it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the slogan for yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, that's um, the. The marketing exec who pitched that is set for life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're talking uh, food. It's, I think it's quite interesting because your view on food is like quite specific. I found since since knowing you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anyone that knows me knows my view on food, which is <laughs> something. <laughs> which is so funny because even the way you just said that, you said it as if like it was something you really don't like. Anyone who knows me knows my position on food. <laughs> those things that like no matter what your relationship with someone you're going to eat around each other at some point so it's mm-hmm. something that comes up all in every single situation oh it is it is um, we've shared many meals yeah we broke lots of bread together we broke... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so no i am uh, yeah i'm a fussy eater a picky eater whatever people want to say um mm. that has always been the case i mean it's just since day one everything just was was already on a separate plate you know what I mean so I think I've told you before that when I I ended up going to restaurants then as an older child I was like Mm -hmm. why is all the food on the same plate this place is weird oh my god (laughs) so um I've never yeah I've never gotten over that and I, I still maintain that like food to me at least tastes better when you eat it like one thing at a time because you can really enjoy it but I don't care anymore you know I'm like if you if you disagree and you say it tastes better that's fine like I'm no longer longer you're not gonna fight that yeah exactly but you're not so much like that you're like pretty easy going I would say yeah I am I mean I'm not the most most adventurous but I'm also Mm -hmm. not as picky as you but I think the thing what's interesting because I remember you said to me before is like even the food like you eat you don't really like enjoy food that much like I remember you saying to me once that like 
it's just something we put in our body because we need it to live yeah. and you don't really get that kind of enjoyment out of a meal like maybe exactly. someone else would who's like a foodie that's so true and I actually said that to someone else last week so like that has not changed at all um and I think yeah for me it's like you have to eat to live so that's what it is um which is which is which is why which is why I was thinking about this you know the way like you and I would like go to the theater and or like the cinema to like pick and choose different things sometimes we might go to something that's outside of our comfort zone just to be like oh it might be a nice experience or at the very least it'll be like (laughs) Like it, it's, it blows my mind that people do that with food. They're like, do you want to try this, you know, Ethiopian restaurant? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, but thank you. Um, have fun, you know? That's so funny. But, but this is the thing. I feel like um, there's certain subjects in life that like have very highbrow or lowbrow energy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like with food, it's like if you're not eating in all these different places, especially in London um, during mm-hmm. normal times when you can go anywhere, mm-hmm. it's like um, certain people are quite snobby about it. Um, mm. The same way we're snobby about some theatre things. But um, that is, I just find it interesting more than anything. Like I was living in a house share once and um, one of my housemates' friends popped over and was... I remember when you could just do that, pop over <laughs> to someone's house. Yes. Um, but this particular person, it, it was not pleasant because they were like, um, I, honestly, I don't think it was me that brought it up. I think it was just apropos of nothing. They were like, I think you can tell a lot about someone, you know, by what they eat. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean by that? Uh-huh. You can tell a lot about someone by what they eat. And he was like, well, you know, if they, if like a, if they eat kind of, you know adventurous things or they're always changing it up it kind of shows that they're a very you know um intriguing person if they're always eating the same thing Uh you know it says quite a lot about you know their personality and stuff and I was like I was like if that's what shows your character to people like what on earth is there like actions and personality and all of the stuff that I think is interesting is that just nothing like Uh you know I don't know I just for me it's like it is it is the most boring thing it it doesn't represent adventure to me to like have a salad you've never had before Sandra do you know what I mean how dare you (laughs) but I understand that other people think that it is so you know what about what about in you know this past year we've all been inside like and lots of people have used this time to try new foods and like you know change their relationship to food and things like do you feel that like this lockdown and this kind of like year of just staying in has changed like your relationship with food or your approach to food in any way no 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 okay (laughs) well thank you for listening turning prattle we'll uh (laughs) i mean no it's changed in in good ways like i'll try and make things myself as opposed to buying them that's definitely mm-hmm. a big big advantage but it's not like I would have tried things that I, I know I won't like you know mm-hmm. um would you say you kind of try new things like even in this year where you've had to cook for yourself way more than we ever would have before do you find yourself at times like being like oh yeah maybe like why not because that's that's what I hear from people it's not that people are necessarily like oh food is my life it's just like oh I get sick of the same food whereas I don't you know 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think everyone has that kind of like roster of, you know, like dishes that, you know, like we tend to eat regularly. But mm-hmm. then, yeah. I mean, my um, housemate is like, uh, she has like Sri Lankan and Polish heritage. So like sometimes like, she'll be making something and she'll be like, oh, this is a Polish dish or this, you know, this is this. And I'm like, oh, gross. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know and I'll try it and you know like it's yeah I'm, I'm not really against trying anything unless I know yeah. specifically that it has something and I don't like mm-hmm. but equally I am I do quite like um the routine and you know like, I like to like make a big batch of something and be like oh well that's my dinner for the next like, four days mm-hmm. you know like I'm not like oh I need to have something different every day um yeah. but um, one one thing that I do like try a different one in every restaurant and will seek it out in different places is desserts mm-hmm. because I love trying new desserts. And I think it's, that's the fun thing to try mm-hmm. in different places. And to be honest, the only reason I go out for dinner is so I can eat dessert um, <laughs> because, you know, they have like such amazing desserts. You could never possibly make yourself. I mean, you could, but you know, like pastries and stuff. It's just things that are so much pastries. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the Savoy for my birthday a few years ago and I had like this milfoy or whatever it's called where there's like oh, yes. hundred layers of, of pastry and it's all like just slightly apart and oh, mm-hmm. that was amazing, you know? Um but I don't want to try the like you know foam made of fish, you know, for dinner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Would you say that, like, your taste in food is quite traditional? Traditional, like... Or, like, maybe that's not the word, or, like, stereotypical. Like, for example, because, like, my housemates will always say that, like, I, you know, only eat, like, British, in inverted commas, food. You know, in terms of, like, meat and your two veg and potatoes. Um, Whereas I, I don't personally think that. But, like, you know, would you say that yours is, like, quite sort of what you would expect yeah I'm definitely an extreme case but yeah it is definitely a little bit more common here I think I think the thing is um like in Ireland there are so many ingredients that are like world renowned just because like the land is good so like Mm -hmm. this is brand Kerrygold butter that's like in the top fortune 500 because that's all like rich people eat Uh, Mm -hmm. and same with like some milk and you know other stuff like that um when you've got such small farms everywhere it's mm-hmm. like that's what people actually want so in my head I just like really really plain stuff but like it's all good quality ingredient yeah mm-hmm. I just that's why I feel like if you mess with it too much that's what almost mm-hmm. annoys me because I'm like oh but it's so nice on its own um, but yes I know what you mean people are like you literally don't have like any spice on it and I'm like yeah and then you know they they feel annoyed which I totally get because I'm sure I'm missing out from that perspective Uh well I like spicy foods please don't lump me in with you (laughs) sorry I never will again um yeah I mean I I want to say I like spicy foods but I don't I like like you're you're a korma girl aren't you are you a korma girl um, I like chicken masala, which is actually a British dish. <laughs> so it's still yes. plain. Yes. By, by spice standards. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I'll still, I still will try things. It'll just be a bit few and far between. And probably it'll have to be something I sort of like anyway. You know? Do you ever get 
Um, because I find this with my family, it always drives me mad. Like, obviously, when you're a kid, you don't like certain things. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get it where, like, for example, like my mum and my grandma, they'll be like, oh, what, what are you having for dinner? And I'll be like, oh, I'm having uh, whatever I'm having, I tell them. And they'll be like, oh, but you don't like broccoli. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, no, I do. And they'll be like, well, you never used to. And it's like, okay, well, when I was seven, I might not have liked it, but that was 20 yeah. years ago. And now I do. Yes, that does happen all the time. It's so funny. Like, I, I just, like, it's like the stuff you cook on your own doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Or it's almost like the, the perception that your parents have of you is like you frozen in a certain point in time. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. Um, but, yeah. And another thing that um, is, is very big, like culturally, I'd say, in the UK is meal deals, which is just not a thing. Oh, my really. God. Um, and the fact that it's like everyone's like trying to hack the system is just so funny. And meal <laughs> deals great, though, isn't it? Don't you love it? I- I mean, I don't, but that's because they're only giving me these like sandwiches with loads of stuff in them. But I appreciate the value. Don't get me wrong. I do appreciate the value. But the funniest thing is that Boots <clears throat> is a brand that exists in England and Ireland. But uh-huh. in Ireland, it's just a pharmacy. Like it right. is just a pharmacy. So the first few times people in London were like, oh, I'm thinking of getting my lunch at Boots. I was like, you're going to get like a shit ton of pills or something. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And then you walk into this booth and it's basically just a Tesco with some beauty products. Oh, it's sure. funny. Do you know what though? If we are talking about meal deals, boots, I think it's one of the one of the best ones in terms of value for money. Like you can get a um like a naked smoothie as part of your meal deal and boots, and they're like three pounds to buy on their own. Yeah, it is great for value, definitely. Sooner or later they're gonna catch on. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I for one will rue that day. <laughs> yeah, you will starve after that day. I will be going on a <laughs> hunger strike. <laughs> but um, yes, no, you're right. Meal deals are very, um, very prevalent here. And I, I think it's just because we love a bargain, don't we? I think British people mm-hmm. are like, we love a bargain. And we like to, um, you know, like it's nice that you can get like every kind of like little aspect of your meal set you know and I mean and when you say meal deal are we talking you know obviously you have your lunch meal deal where you get like your sandwich and your side and a drink Mm -hmm. but then there's also like you know how about an M&S meal deal like for two where you pay oh the the meal for two thing the meal for two where you get like a meal a main meal a side a dessert and a bottle of wine for like 10 pounds yeah those are actually off the charts like those are (laughs) as good as good as a restaurant but you're in your own house and usually they'll do something really cute like they'll make the steak in the shape of a heart for some reason and that's always cute oh my god i want you to do the slogans for their next range they're as good as a restaurant (laughs) but you're in your own house (laughs) (laughs) i am available to do voiceover work what a marketing genius Yeah, those are those are fantastic. To be fair, um, I think the the main thing that you um, as as in, if you were to be like, oh, is there an equivalent of a meal deal in Ireland? Mm -hmm. Like, no. But there is a different, you know, cultural type thing that I feel like you're missing. Okay. When you come here, um, but like the best way to describe it is just like a local, 
like petrol station. It's very hard to describe exactly because that sounds disgusting when actually they're really nice. <laughs> okay. um, and they all have a deli that's open like, mm-hmm. every single day. And you have loads of like hot breakfast stuff mm-hmm. in them. And then for lunch, there's loads of like um, chicken and like different options that you have in a roll. So you mm-hmm. have like a chicken fillet roll. And okay, there's no meal deal, but it's like your you're losing me. Like your whole your whole lunch <laughs> is in like this one roll. Uh-huh. So it's it's very valuable. It all it also tastes um very good. So right. That's so that like if you're just walking around London, that's something that annoys me. Like you can't get hot food like in the quick way that I'm used to getting hot food. That's why <laughs> meal deals are nice. But it's like oh, it's cold. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I see you. I see what you mean. And to be fair, we have that in in my town, like where I'm from. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a um, yeah. well, there's loads of them. But the place I would always go to, it was the local butchers. But then it, they also had like a deli counter where they do like baguettes and sandwiches and paninis and stuff. That um, and yeah, and they used to do these really nice like uh, like chicken zinger fillet things. And you'd have mm-hmm. those in a roll with like salad. Oh, delicious. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And actually, there's a place that do- that does them. Um, in normal times anyway in tooting market um mm-hmm. they just do chicken fillet rolls and i think like fanta lemon or something like they're very niche but um <laughs> but also also i, I love that, to... that that's your idea of niche chicken fillet rolls and a fanta lemon <laughs> so like, that's all, that's all they serve like they have no variety it's my, fa- my favorite place um <laughs> that's why oh my god that's why if if anyone ever wants to make me truly happy in a mm-hmm. food situation everyone mm-hmm. who knows me will know it's incredibly difficult to mm-hmm. plan what the fuck to give me but the best thing you can do is to bring me to a hotel morning buffet breakfast uh-huh. because it has everything that i want there's no pressure i just go and just pick exactly what i want and i sit down and then i might do it again so when you say a buffet breakfast you're talking like a like a continental breakfast you know like the cereals and the fruit and the croissants and stuff and then also a cooked breakfast exactly exactly uh-huh. yeah um yeah just oh fantastic Love okay it. so Love quick fire round i'm gonna yeah. go through all the typical ingredients you'd find on a cooked breakfast and i just want you to say yeah or nay okay okay so uh toast yay fried bread what <laughs> have you never had fried bread no is that kind of like french toast i can't explain it any more than what it says it is sarah it's fried bread <laughs> then i will say um tbc tbc okay uh sausages yes yay yay bacon yay baked beans nay nay uh mushrooms nay tomatoes Nay. Hash browns. Nay. Uh, is that it? Well, in Ireland, you'd have like um, white pudding, maybe, or like black pudding or something. Is it? Black black pudding slash white pudding. Yay or nay? Mm, yay. How strange. What a complex woman you are. <laughs> but this is it. This is exactly what I mean. Do you see how, like, this conversation is boring, hopefully. But, like, do you see how boring it is to get down into the nitty gritty? So, okay. So, for years, I had the same lunch most days. Uh-huh. 
that I would bring myself. And, um, and this is what I mean, uh, like I said earlier, every single new job you start, every new school you're in, every new whatever, everyone notices that you have mm-hmm. this the same day and some bitch is going to comment on it sooner <laughs> or later. A conversation you've had a million times that ultimately is very boring but you have to have it. Um, so I have built up a little bit of resentment where they're like, what's that? What do you, what's that you're having? And I'll be like, a sandwich. And they're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, I'm not crazy. Like, <laughs> you're crazy to think this is something interesting. Anyway, um, but, but yeah, like one time I was working in an office for like a year and it, it was a constant topic of conversation. And I was just like, I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this Trump guy is going to get elected. And they were like, this sandwich. I just, <laughs> you know, and I was like, for God's sake, shut up. Um, for God's sake, Sharon, <laughs> look at the big picture. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, um, or if our listeners have seen The Duchess on Netflix, which is um, Catherine Ryan's Netflix oh, yes. show, comedy, mm-hmm. drama, whatever. Um my favorite bit in that is where she goes to pick up her daughter from school and she's been drinking a cup of tea at home in like uh-huh. a normal mug and then she just walks the child to school and brings the, the indoor mug with her and just finishes the cup of tea as she's dropping her off. Uh-huh. All the mums are like, what's that? What's that? She's like, it's a cup of tea from indoors, but it's outdoors. It's a bit weird, isn't it? And she just like runs away. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Um, yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Oh, another thing is um, I got Sarah Jessica Parker's wine for Christmas. Oh, yes. Okay. Feel free to sponsor the podcast, Sarah. Well, but, she's um, uh, actually going to be our guest next week. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah, she, she's talking about the new uh, Sex in the City reboot. Great. I can ask her yeah. why they think they can redo it without Samantha. Exactly. So make sure uh, to our listeners, click subscribe because you won't want to miss that. So I looked at the front of the Sarah Jessica Parker wine. Mm-hmm. And in big writing on the front, it said vegan wine. Uh-huh. And I was like, I fucking hope so. Like, what the, Like, what do you mean? You know, like, um, I've since I've since looked it up and like something in the process um, to refine it. It does use like a protein, you know, found in milk or something. So I was like, oh, right. OK, fair enough. but I was just like this marketing that it's vegan, I think, is something that's so it can be frustrating um, because sometimes it's like like tomatoes are vegan uh-huh. you wouldn't be like get these vegan tomatoes you know <laughs> sometimes it's just a bit uh, marketing speak for me uh-huh. you know? well as a marketing guru yourself like you yeah. know you should Food. you know everybody eats it food, everybody eats know. it their meals are great it's like eating at a restaurant but you're in your home um yeah have you ever dabbled with like being vegan or vegetarian or of course not of course not of course not no No, i haven't um my boyfriend's vegetarian and you know i have lots of friends who are vegetarian um and i've had a lot of like especially in the past few years lots of the like uh you know like meat alternatives are really Mm. good and some of them you like have you ever have you had um the impossible burger no it's impossible to finish uh, no, I'm kidding. It's, uh, but um, like all of the like impossible range, like I've had some of them, and you wouldn't think that they weren't meat at all. So like, if everything transitioned to that, and you couldn't tell the difference, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. Um, um, something you probably don't even know, but I was vegetarian for seven years. 
Um, I did I did know that. Please don't assume that I don't know things about you. <laughs> With the amount of stalking I've done. With, I mean, credit where credit's due. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's um, like something that, yeah, I can see myself maybe going back to at some point, especially as you say, it's like if it's going to become... These alternatives, easier, yeah. Maybe. What was your... Why did you become vegetarian and then why did you stop? Um, I think it was... Um, I was a teenager when I started and I was like just finding out not finding out I mean like come on we're not stupid as as kids but I mean like you know when you first like actually fully think about what's happening you know Mm -hmm. because because we're so removed like we're not the ones killing the animals Mm -hmm. from the process we just you just pick it up in the supermarket yeah and even as like a child teenager you're not even doing the shopping like it's literally just Mm -hmm. food that you know you're like never thought about it and then Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I started to think about it or I might have seen something or read something and I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess that is what's happening. Like every time that I eat one, like that's what had to happen and that's really sad. And I don't know, it just got in my head, I think, as a teenager being like, that's, that seems cruel and that seems unfair. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just kind of stuck, stuck with that for a long time. Also, it was quite easy as a picky eater to be a vegetarian because you can just eat mm-hmm. more and more plain things. Um but yeah but then eventually i i I kind of i kind of couldn't remember why i had started um by the time i came to the end of it and i was like yes i i I do understand what's happening but in the scheme of things it doesn't seem i don't know it, it doesn't seem as terrible as it did when i was a teenager yeah i couldn't really remember um but by the end of that those seven years i couldn't really remember why i i was doing it um Mm -hmm. i mean i still knew this is what's happening every time that you um eat an animal but i kind of just felt like it wasn't as horrific as i had felt it was at like you know 15 years old right Um, i think i just grew up a little bit having said that so you think all all vegetarians are immature and need to grow up no (laughs) so so why did you stop being vegetarian well i grew up (laughs) (laughs) um no i'm joking obviously i know what you mean it's you you were like less outraged by it than maybe you felt you know like when you're a teenager and you kind of like pick a cause yeah when i when i yeah when i first realized i was terribly upset like all Mm -hmm. the time about it do you you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was more that and even then by the time i stopped i was still only like 22 you Mm -hmm. know so i was still really young as well um so yeah it's just one of those things i haven't come around to thinking about again and now with these new advances i probably will because i Mm -hmm. do think that being a vegetarian is probably like you know at least in my opinion it's probably like the right thing to do um in in a bunch of no matter how way no matter how you slice it i'm sure there's benefits to doing that than the alternative like for some people mm-hmm. but um but yeah we'll have to see i mean i think if you are then good for you do you know mm-hmm. it's the same with vegans i'm like if that's what you want to do good for you do you know mm-hmm. like i don't i don't feel any particular like annoyance over it like you say with your boyfriend it's not like you're like oh you know like because it's not similar to people eating the same food all the time like who really cares if it's not what uh-huh. if it's not what you're eating does it really matter Do you mm-hmm. know i mean like day to day not really it doesn't yeah it doesn't at all um 
my question is, do you have any like weird foods or like foods maybe from when you were a child or just like foods that you know like objectively like just aren't very nice but you still enjoy them and like have a taste for them like like i mean that would be hard for me to <laughs> like <laughs> you're, yeah you're, you're like uh bread <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think uh I mean, the only thing I think that's in any way similar is drinking um, milk with food because some people are grossed out by that and they feel like it... it but you are, aren't you? You don't like it. How I feel. It's the only thing I drink with food. Oh, that's it. Of course. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. And not, and not a little bit. Like, I drink a pint of milk with every meal. That's and a people lot are like, of milk in like, one go. Uh, they're like oh my god I can't look like literally even family members have been like I can't look at you like while you're drinking that because it's they're like it doesn't go with it I think that's weird though I've seen that in books and films before it's normally like in films and stuff it's normally like the poor family you know will always have like a pitcher of milk (laughs) (laughs) we couldn't afford this is I guess your family This is why you're such a. This is just your cover for just growing up in poverty. You're like, I'm a really picky eater. When in reality, all you could afford was bread and milk. So now that's all you eat and drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, but what I'm saying is, um, I don't think it's strange to have like a glass of milk with your meal necessarily, uh-huh. and I enjoy a glass of milk. Uh, <laughs> I hope people are finding this interesting. (laughs) (laughs) They're not. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, stupid. No, but the reason I'm asking, the example that I have in my mind is like, there are things that like, when I was a child, like, for example, when I'm going to my grandma's house, she would give me some food and I would eat it and I would enjoy it. And now as an adult, I can objectively be like, that food is really bad for you, made mm-hmm. of like terrible, terrible things. But because I associate that nostalgia with it, I still mm-hmm. occasionally like fancy it or have it and enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm talking about like, um, my grandma always used to give me like, you know, like the tins of like mince meat, like minced beef and onions in in gravy. It, it comes in a tin. I, I I've seen them. Yeah, I don't think I've yeah. ever actually had one. Yeah. Like she would like give me that, and I know that that's like two percent beef, ninety eight percent questionable, <laughs> but just like the nostalgia of it. Do you know what I mean? And like sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I could really eat a tin of that suspect beef. <laughs> you know just because it like associates you you know with like yeah yeah that's so true though. from and from talking to you you're not really like a like a, a cook like into cooking like you enjoy cooking no I mean again from the pandemic a little bit more like I mm-hmm. do enjoy making things myself um that I would have bought yeah but um mm-hmm. no I'm not I don't really enjoy cooking that much maybe baking because again it leads to a dessert, but yeah. Do you have a signature dish, would you say? Mm. <laughs> Bread and milk. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, do I have a signature dish? I 
I can make a very good spaghetti bolognese, which goes on everyone. So uh-huh. it's not really a signature dish. It's more just like, oh, that's one of the couple I can do. No, but if it's your, like, if you were to be like, oh, Matt, do you want to come around and I'll, ma- I'll make some dinner? Yeah, that would never happen. But like for someone else, <laughs> I would be like, oh, spaghetti bolognese, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Well, a lot of things are becoming clearer today. Um... <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, dear. Anything else about food? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Um, <laughs> well, something that you and I are kind of uh, into, uh, probably everyone uh, to some extent, is kind of the health and fitness slash um, watching what you eat a little bit more. Well, very, um, very recently in the past sort of week or so for me. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it is it is funny because we before we started talking, um, before, before we started recording, sorry, that uh, you know it it can be easy to like do those um, health and fitness journeys, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. um, for a while. But the difficulty comes in like if you're not doing that, if you're not consciously, mm-hmm. you know, sticking to some kind of routine, that's when it can kind of be like, well, it's all or nothing, which is mm-hmm. quite difficult mm-hmm. you know like um i'm hoping that <laughs> there could be some balance yeah you well know? balance is the main thing about everything but it's it, it's yeah. it's easier said than done and i think it's not really it's hard to sustain it or you need to have been doing it a very long time to not really think yeah. about it yeah true, true and i also think it part of that is down to like the way that um like media portray food and like our relationship with food and I guess I mean maybe this is for a different episode but that kind of also ties into like you know like the, the way we're told to feel about our bodies and, and all that yeah, sort of thing yeah. um but yeah that is true that is true um, like have you always because yeah. you're like you know like you're you're a, a slim a slim young woman have you you know like always kind of been a similar size you know like your whole life or have you like fluctuated or yeah I mean relatively similar I think there's a big there's something um something kind of difficult I think that performers have to go through a little bit which is when you are so used to um like for me I was like exercising six or eight hours every day uh for a time and so at that point I like with dancing I, you mean yeah 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 and even even just as a part of dancing you're doing like body conditioning like you're you know uh-huh. you're doing workouts of some kind mm-hmm. like I wasn't really thinking about what I was eating at all you know mm-hmm. because it because you know quote unquote like it didn't matter of course it matters in a health way but like there was in no a way effect. yeah <clears throat> yeah it didn't really seem to matter at that time because you're you're training all the time but as soon as you stop doing that you start to realize that like you haven't formed any good habits you've just relied on exercise your whole life so sometimes I feel like um nutrition is I don't know underplayed a little bit because Mm -hmm. it's something that you know you need to keep going your whole life regardless of what you're doing so um I yeah I feel like I as a hangover from that time I've still found that like um you I I personally just need to exercise to like 
make sure that I, you know, feel good and mm-hmm. have um, have to be eating <laughs> just like nutrients. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes as an adult, you just have to be like, have you eaten a vegetable recently? You know, sometimes there's <laughs> that conversation with yourself, like, please. Like just eat something that's just you know put something um, green inside your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Don't know where I was You're going not with as that. good at marketing, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Cabbage. Put something green in your mouth. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> oh God. Um but so sorry, I did I was so rude. I didn't ask you back. Do you have a signature dish for Oh um well, to be honest, if if we're talking about specifically you, you probably wouldn't eat my signature dish. So, like, if if like I was like, oh, Sarah, come round, I would probably make something you know fairly uh, simple. Mm-hmm. But I make a nice uh, spinach, chicken, and potato curry, mm. which uh, which I, I, I like to do. Does that sound like something you would fuck with? <laughs> I mean, there's potential there because I can zoom from the ingredients in it. It's not going to be like the hottest curry I've ever had. It's going to be like medium. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would try that. try that. Well, okay. Well, we'll make that happen. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make one for you one day. <laughs> and if it is too spicy, that big glass of milk that you'll be having will, uh, you know, will help <laughs> with that. <laughs> it really does. Um, but so for uh, we were talking about um, birthdays and stuff before we mm-hmm. um, came on for for birthdays. Is there anything like specific that you always want at your like birthday food wise, whether it's like a cake or a specific kind of snack? Um, well, I mean, it has to, you have to have a cake. I mean, that just goes without saying, surely. Um, oh, oh, gosh. Um, well, I know everyone's dying to know. So. You know that <laughs> I am just gonna out myself as being really, really plain and simple. Like I love a Victoria sponge, like a really well-made Victoria sponge with with strawberry jam and cream. Are you just like an eight-year-old? The, woman listen, <laughs> the the anglophile in me is gonna go yeah. with a uh, with with a with that. I've had anything, Sarah. I, I you yeah. know, in terms of cake, I pretty much will eat anything. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's listening and is thinking of sending any any cakes, anything goes as far as I'm concerned. Very nice. <laughs> what about you? Were you like, I bet, surely you were really annoying at birthdays if you barely eat anything. Well, I was really, I wouldn't be really annoying at my own birthday. <laughs> oh my god you were the really annoying kid weren't you when like if you went on a play date or you went around someone's house to play and your the parents would be like do you want to stay for tea sarah and you'd be like yes but here's a list of all the things i don't eat no 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 no. because as always i was two steps ahead of the game oh i goodness. and still to this day throw back to an earlier episode when you were like what's in that bag of hers i always bring <laughs> food with me i never trust anyone to be like oh we whoa we're gonna have some food at this you know like work thing i'm like you're gonna have a cold canopy and and nothing else so like i'm gonna bring like a delicious thing myself anyway um but yeah so no i'm a big fan of bringing 
stuff. Um, even actually, again, a throwback to another episode. For any wedding, just bring like a couple of snacks for yourself. Like, because sure. you get so, so hungry. Weddings are long. Random days. Um, yeah, but you can't control what you eat, you know? So no. I'm going to get hangry. Do you get hangry, would you say? Did yes. You yes, I do. I do. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm actually getting quite hungry, like, doing this episode. Are you? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very real thing. I don't know if it is for everyone. Anger. Yeah, like, as in mm-hmm. just, like, in a really, like, pissy mood. Yes, it's like, very kind of specific. It's not like yeah. any other bad mood. No. It, you become, I become very short, very, I mean, you, you're always short, but I become very <laughs> short, yeah. Um, yeah, snappy, irritable. Um, but no, for cakes, yes, you, you're right. There is no such thing as a bad cake. All cakes are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so for me, probably a red velvet cake. Oh, interesting. Okay. Probably the most delicious, I would say. Um, and what would be like if, say it's your birthday or like if you're doing, say we're doing that, uh, you know, when you're on death row, you get a last meal. If I was mm-hmm. saying to you, like you, you, you can only have one meal ever again, your favorite dish, a combination of whatever, you know, main starter, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. what would you pick? Um, I mean, probably steak because it's steak. That's when I love going to restaurants. And how do you have your steak cooked? Medium, usually. Medium, um, okay. And then there'll be like a lot of side, um, like sauces and stuff, and they can stay there. Um, you don't have steak, any sauce with your steak. No, because if the steak is like the best, because that's the only steak I get. Like I only mm-hmm. get the best steak because I never get anything else. Uh-huh. Um, it is literally delicious. It doesn't need anything else, you know? Okay. Um, with like chips and then some like veggies would just be the perfect, perfect meal. What about okay. You? I mean, you can't go wrong with the steak. I agree. Um, again, really, really basic. And it's just going to live back up, I guess, to the stereotype. But like a Sunday roast. Yeah, no, that is no, like you just can't beat a nice Sunday roast, can you? Gosh, we're sounding like the most beige people in the world right now. Steak and chips and a Sunday roast. But this is this is my whole point. But this is your point. Why why is the food a reflect? Exactly, and even if it is a reflection, fair enough. But like the 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 thought that that's like yeah, no, you don't need to tell me anymore. I I think I got it. Like (laughs) that word does that say anything about you? Um, <laughs> you think it ties into like the the subconscious needs like wanting to identify yourself as an individual so when you admit that you like something that is like mass liked it's kind of like you're yeah. saying that you're just kind of like one of the masses yes that's so true that's so true and we can do a whole other episode on alcohol I'm sure we will but I, I even feel oh, that with that like there's been several times as a woman where I've been like by the way I'm a woman um <laughs> um there's been several times that I have ordered a beer and the man or someone I'm with has been like, oh, impressive. Uh-huh. No, that's not, it's impressive, not impressive what I have just done. Do you know? And that's what annoys me because I'm like, there are things I've done that are impressive. But like, <laughs> this isn't one of them. Crazy to you? Like, I just, that's happened to us. Do you remember we went out for dinner once and I ordered uh, like a glass of rosé and you ordered a beer and then the waiter came and like put it down the other way around and you were like, oh no, no, we, we defy gender norms at this table. 
and the server, oh the waiter was like, oh. <laughs> yes, that was, that, that, yeah, that's just, yeah, it's so funny. Um, and I think I've told you before that um, when me and my boyfriend were on holiday, um, he ordered two beers, like for mm-hmm. the table. And then this waitress came and gave him two beers. And she was like, what would you like? One <laughs> <laughs> like, of these beers. <laughs> He's ordered um, two drinks. I'll have the other one. <laughs> Um, but so that's something and as well I I know like men who like sweet foods again that's something that they go through in life where they're like oh yeah like you know or like sweet drinks or like sweet drinks something (laughs) oh yeah god forbid a straight man has a cocktail you know god god forbid you're seen with a cosmo exactly and it's so it's so frustrating because it's like this whole thing of like inequality goes both ways because like you should be allowed to just like have a really like um something that tastes really delicious and really sweet you know uh-huh. but it's like so many men definitely do not order those things because mm-hmm. they're like no i can't what do yeah. you mean you can't like this yeah. is food you know mad <laughs> madness it is mad um, one last thing i would like to talk about is okay. the prevalence of zero alcohol uh zero percent alcohol and decaffeinated tea decaffeinated coffee what is uh, the point that that's that's my feelings on it um and not because i think they shouldn't be made i mean they serve a purpose and if people enjoy them as like a replacement i understand but it, it just annoys me because you can have really nice stuff that just isn't those drinks it's not like you sure. can miss out and only drink water like you can mm-hmm. have something really delicious mm-hmm. um so yeah, I mean, I have, I've tried them. They're okay. It, it just, yeah, it feels pointless. I suppose that comes down to, I mean, if you're talking about like zero alcohol things, it's, I suppose the question of that is whether or not you're drinking, when you're drinking alcohol, are you drinking it for the te- because you enjoy the taste of the drink or for the effects of the alcohol? Yeah. So I guess if you're in, if you drink it because you like the taste of the drink, but you're trying to cut mm-hmm. out alcohol, it's, it's good that that alternative exists, you know, but like, but then on the other hand, if you're only drinking it for, the alcohol then you have a problem uh and and, and should and should receive help immediately <laughs> okay well i'll look into that yeah but, um, i'll send you some numbers <laughs> well thank you for talking about food with me today i feel like it was one of our more thrilling exciting and just like where they're going to go next podcast I mean, it was, but I think this is one of the reasons, you know, like, this is why we started this podcast, because we've literally just sat down and chatted for like an hour about food, you know, like, this is what we would do at work, and people would be like, how are you still talking? (laughs) We're just talking about food. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And especially now, it's nice to have, uh, yeah, time to talk about other shit. Yeah, just like silly things. You know, um, I mean, oh, everyone who's listening, like, please get in touch with us. If you think, you know, like, if, if these are the kind of things you like to hear about, you know, mm-hmm. and you like to hear us talking about, please let us know. Because these are just kind of like silly little everyday things that everyone has a relationship with and everyone thinks about constantly and everyone does daily. Food. Everybody eats it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think we'll leave it there for this week. So. Uh, as always, you can find us at Herding Prattle on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, please do. And please join us next week for another episode of Herding Prattle. We will see you then. I'm going to go make some food. I've, I've worked up quite the appetite. I'm going to go with a big glass of milk. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>